Hello and welcome to live conversation on Alatra TV. My name is Olga. My co-host today is also Olga. And today our guest is Nicolette DeVitar, founder and CEO of Urban 2050, which is a nonprofit organization. They produce television programs and media content with a specific focus on 21st century issues. Nicolette, we're happy for you to join us today. Thank you so much. And uh, today we will learn more about Nicolette and also we will learn about her vision of the Creative Society. And I will remind our viewers that Creative Society is an international social project that is initiated by millions of people from more than 180 countries. The participants of Creative Society are informing people all over the world that today we have the opportunity to change the vector of our society's development from the consumer-oriented to the creative society. But we can do this only together once we unite in the one idea and build a world where human life is of the highest value. And thanks to the technology we have today, this is possible and we already see it in action today. Uh, Nicolette, thank you so much for joining us today. Please share, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, hello, Olga. Thanks again for having me on the show tonight or on your on the conversation. So a little bit about me. I host several television programs with a focus on the 21st century. And what does that mean? I think the, the big issue is that we're moving from a worldview that has been very linear and very straightforward and fragmented to a very non-linear understanding or finally we come to understand that we live in a complex non-linear world where you just cannot take a just plain linear approach so there is more to life than what we have and so as a consequence of having systems that are not aligned with this i think we're seeing a lot of problems today that we weren't necessarily noticing in the last century or in the 20th century. So I think that's that's part of this. So a lot of my shows focus on 21st century hot button issues, which are diversity and inclusion, which are how do we create a, a people-centered economy? How do we create an ecology that, that we reconnect with the planet and keep the sustainability and make it possible? How do we, we envision the human role on the planet? All these things that come together. So a lot of my shows focus on that because they are all interconnected and we have to see it as a, in a holistic way from a whole systems point of view. Wow, thank you so much for sharing. And can you let us know who or what inspires you to put those programs together? What inspires me? I guess an inner vision. It's just a calling. It comes straight from the heart. And I will say, I have not been doing this all my life, but this is something that I wanted to do all my life. And so last year, so January 2020, this is when I took the plunge and actually started doing this uh, as, a, as, a, as a main professional thing. So I guess what you would say, if you've ever read the, the book, The Prophet from Khalil Gibran, there's a really good section about work and work means love made visible. This applies to me when I do the shows. It's plain simple. Very nice. And on your site, I actually found this one quote, and I want to read it and also ask you, how do you envision this perfect world, this creative society? 
Mm-hmm. Since starting the shows, I met an unbelievable number of change makers, engaged citizens, empowered individuals, strong leaders, and heart-driven creative talent. Our future looks bright if we manage to look beyond the challenges and start envisioning the world we want to live in. So how do you envision this perfect world, this creative society? So I'm going to challenge you on one thing. When we talk about a perfect world, I don't think there is a perfect world because perfect world and imperfect, if we take a real embracing holistic view, goes hand in hand. But I think in terms of how do I envision a society I would refer to is as, as the golden era yet to come, where there is equality, there's a different understanding of what it means to be human. And what do I mean by that? If you look at the word human, it actually has two components. It comes from, from humus, which means soil, earth, and it comes from manas, which means spirit. So we are spiritual beings in a physical body. And right now where we spent the last thousand years was mainly just well not the last thousand years but at least in the last hundred years for sure we've, we've been almost plain physical in how we approach things but that's not what human really means human is a lot more than that human really has the connection up to the sky and down to the earth and we're kind of the bridge right in the middle so i think it comes a lot with what does it mean to be human what's the real creative power that we have, what's the, and we do have unlimited power. I think once we understand what we can do, it's gonna revolutionize everything from how we deal with health, how we deal with, you know, exchanging of goods or the economic system, how we see what's happening to others. Eventually for me, we get to a place where we understand that Everything that's happening outside of you is also part of you internally. That's real inclusion. Wow. Thank you so much, Nicolette. And how do we create those type of conditions where our spiritual and moral values prevail in a I think they have to be developed. And I think in many ways they have to be developed individually, of course, when we get to points where you really have to dig yourself through. And I think to me in my personal life, there have been a lot of turning points and they were usually the points where I hit a wall, where I hit a real low. Those are the moments, as I kept saying, the way out starts when you don't see a way out, when there is no way out. That's when you really grow wings. And I think we're actually at a point, and even with COVID in the last year, I think a lot more people have found themselves in a position where they reflect about this, where they heal a lot of things, where they drop a lot of self-deceptive elements that they have and really do the work that's necessary to get to that higher level so we can build a different society. So to me, you asked me what a creative society looks like, the end version, so to speak, the ideal to me is a soul-led society. That is to say, I could equally call it a heart-led society where you have the spiritual heart, not the biological heart, the spiritual heart, which coincides with self-leadership, self-management. That's where we go forward and actually go into the golden era. And I think we're close. I mean, despite all of this that's happening, I think we're getting really close. Yes, it's, it's with turmoil, But then I've worked in transformation long enough to understand that 
turmoil is an essential piece of change and transformation. Without that, you're not making progress. And I love what you said, soul driven in the, um, the golden age and the ideal society. That would, of course, be the perfect society that we could uh, live in. And that is the end goal, which is wonderful. Definitely. Yep. But, you know, today we hear a lot of people saying, what can I do? I'm just one person. And a lot of um, people don't think that they're part of the society, that they can make a change, that they can do something. Uh, what would you say? What can you um tell those people that are watching us right now know thyself there are two words put your mind to it and search what that actually means so when you understand that you are a tiny little spot in the middle of the universe and you create it once everybody understands this you understand that you have the lever you need to create the world you want to live in so it really goes back to know thyself wow. and that goes way beyond and knowing you know what you're good at and knowing your talents or things like that that's a tiny little part of it it's understanding the invisible parts the interconnectedness the the seeing the different elements in nature the the mineral kingdom the animal plant kingdom the animal kingdom the the humans you understand the interconnectedness of everything that's when we start seeing way beyond just seeing the physical Yes. Wow. Thank you so much. And it does make sense. So thank you for sharing that. And also when it comes to creative society or making any type of change, positive change, we usually talk about personal responsibility. So what role does personal responsibility really plays in making the change or a shift in our society from the consumeristic mindset into creative and constructive? I love that question because I think that's really at the heart of what the creative society is doing and how we how we co-create a world where we all want to live in and where we find ourselves in. It starts with responsibility in terms of understanding that we're creating all the time, even unknowingly or subconsciously we're creating the human cannot do other than create so every single day when we're awake we create when we're asleep we create it goes through the thoughts it goes through the feelings and then it goes through the material output that's what it is once we understand the manifestation process then we actually understand that we're responsible for whatever we create. And it gets a lot harder to finger point or blame others when you really understand that you create with your own thoughts, with your own, you know, where you are. Is it your responsibility to figure out where you're stuck? Yes. Is it your responsibility to figure out, well, maybe my thoughts have gone wild. If you don't get what, you, what you're looking for today, then it's probably because you have not imagined, right, the world or the output you want to have. And I think that's, I give an example. I actually use one, I think that I can, that I can ex talk about from myself. I created a product line a while back, entrepreneurial, and my the way I envisioned that was I wanted to create the product line. The product line was perfect. I brought it on the market. It was perfect. It made real strides. It made real impact. What I did not imagine enough was how many people's lives it would touch. So I got exactly what I imagined, 
but just not reaching that many people as I had originally thought I could because I wasn't focusing on that. I didn't imagine it. So my imagery skills, so to speak, were not where they should have been. That's self-responsibility to me. Yes, that definitely is. And that's what it is. If we all just put our attention and we actually realize that we can, then we can. And we can make this difference. We can build this better future. But we ourselves need to understand that um, we're the ones that are building the future for all the people. And we're the unit of the society. So without that one person, we are not able to build this perfect world. We need all the people. And that's wonderful. Yeah. And we can definitely all unite um, if we put our, our mind to it. And uh, Nicolette, also, um, you talked about work. How do you, what work conditions should look like in order for people uh, to grow and fully show their abilities, their best qualities and their potential? Oh, that's a, that's a broad question. So I think it would start first that everyone wants to do what they're really good at. So it goes back to a little bit of homework. You have to do your homework and weed through a lot of the as I would call it, wrong wishes and wrong desires to really figure out what it really is that you feel called to do. What is it really that resonates? And I think we all go through periods where, and, and I, I would say, I, I, would, I trust that the soul can show you that. And when I look back at my own path, I definitely followed my heart every time. I gave it to the universe when I had an idea, would I act on it or not? I actually always followed my heart and it would take me to different places and different um, stations. So I think the soul kind of takes you on a path, but you have to really read through and say, what is it really that I always wanted to do? What is it that's like your, your unique contribution to the world? And everyone has one. Everyone is unique. That you, you do something that only you can do in a particular way. No one else can do that. And if we hadn't that, we wouldn't be here. So everybody has a certain place and a certain talent that, that they can do. And I think figuring out what that is, is one thing, but then also having work environments where people really can contribute that and develop that and also rotate and take different roles and positions that allows people to try these things out and see if this is really something that's like really coming from the heart or if this is something that is ego driven or where you just think this is kind of like a wrong desire. You know, sometimes we have ideas and say, oh, we want to try that area. And it's great to try. And then you figure out, well, maybe it's not quite what I want to do. So I think we need, there's a certain agility, there's a certain flexibility. Um, it also means that the more possibilities everybody gets in looking at different things and how they want to work, the better they understand the whole concept and how they all fit in. You, in, in, to live in a non-linear world, a complex world, you kind of have to understand how all these other pieces work, right? And you can only do this when you've actually put your nose into it and figure out, well, what's it like? So I think to me, that's a real key. So change, going away from the cookie cutter approach, no more job descriptions that squeeze everybody in the same mold, but really bring out your unique talent. And when you think about this in terms of work, 
ask yourself what you would do if you weren't getting paid for it. Would you still do what you'd be doing? If that's the answer, then you're doing the right thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. And uh, I also believe that, you know, we all have those talents that should work towards the betterment of our society. We yes. really have this human ability to really shine and really make the difference where we are. We don't need to move. We don't need to go places. We don't need to, you know, donate so much money. We can just make the difference where we are, how we are and the way we are. So thank you so much, Nicolette, for that. And right now, I would like to show to our audience the eight foundations of the Creative Society. And uh, it's a video, so we might not have time to read through them, but we will show them and then we can ask Nicolette what resonates with her about those eight foundations. So I will ask our IT team to please bring up the eight foundations. And it will be a quick video, so I'll go through through them um, as they are come up on the screen. <laughs> and if they're not ready, then we can just <laughs> ask the question right away. So we'll we'll wait for our IT team. Oh, there they are. humanity is one big family so number one foundation of a creative society is human life number two is human freedom number three is human safety number four is transparency and openness of information for all number five is the creative ideology number six development of personality Number seven, justice and equality. And number eight, self-governing society or taking that personal responsibility back on us. So Nicolette, what resonates with you when you read through those eight foundations? It's really very funny. So when I had the first conversation with one of Creative Society, he asked me, which one would you like to go? And I said, that's a really tough choice because they all resonate with me because they're all interconnected. You cannot have one without the other. So when he asked me, where would you see it? I would say probably above because to me, it really goes back to the soul-led or heart-led um, place or the heart-led society because they all interconnected. You, we cannot develop one without the other. Yes, and that is so true. And I want to tell our viewers also how the foundations were formed. So for the past nine years, volunteers from all over the world, worldwide, uh, took interviews, social surveys with people, uh, millions of people uh, were asked, how do you envision the creative society, this world in which you yourself, your family, and all the people in the world would live a safe, stable, and happy life? And um, after gathering millions and millions of um, answers, the eight foundations were formed. And they, um, the eight foundations are the desires and the wants of all people worldwide. And right now, when you said that 
they're all interconnected. It is true. We cannot have one without the other. We have to have them all. And that is what makes the perfect society. And of course, number one, the human life, if we just implement this one foundation, then we will see less wars, less conflict, less um, violence in the world, which will be wonderful. And that is how we should be living today in a civilized world. And uh, Nicolette, um, also, can you share with us what can we do to unite in this one goal and achieve it all together, for, in your opinion? So first, really, as I said before, know thyself. That's a start. You've got to start with, with yourself. And then the second part is really is starting to envision, imagine. It's a little bit of a resonance thing. So I think rather than pushing it out, I think once we are ready for it, and this is how people will find it, once there is an inner readiness, that's kind of the, the, the fertility ground. And I'm noticing the same with, with the television shows that I'm having. Um, it's, it, it depends you know, how ready people are. We can talk about real pragmatic things that are right now, and we can talk a little bit more about visionary and esoteric things going forward. But at the end of the day, it's how does something resonate with you? That's how you tune in. So do you see uh, from the television shows, do you see more and more people who are um, seeing that the change is needed? Oh, I think there is no question. I think at this point, almost everyone on the planet knows and they, it's palpable. You can feel it. It's just that I think there is right now, we still have a lot of fear. So people still live very much in self-deception. I think we still have a lot of systems in place that are totally contrary to nature and the universal principles, how, how we're actually, how a living organism is supposed to live and function and work. And we see, so people are, a lot of them are still clouded in fear. And you know, where fear is, love cannot exist. So love still has to make its way through to get there. Um, that's probably a big development point. I, I really think actually starting with fear, backtracking on my previous question, that would be another thing that really would help moving towards a creative society. You have to work on your fear and overcome that because that's the door. Yes, definitely. And then Nicolette, I have a question for you. If you woke up tomorrow in the creative society, which one benefit you would enjoy the most? That's hard to answer because when I wake up in the morning, I can easily change. How would I put this? I, I, I change realms very easily so I can I'm in my heart space. I'm already there. So it's there's really no difference. That's perfect. Yes, you just create your own world and you yes. It's already perfect. Yeah, in, in my heart space, I'm already there. So it, it's just a question of how does, you know, how do things materialize like in the greater thing? But once we understand there's a correlation between the visible world, saying the macrocosm and the microcosm, you know, it's just a matter of time. I like that very nice. And I do uh, like what you said about fear and love. Mm -hmm. That is definitely true. And it's a good reminder. Uh, that um, if there is fear, then love cannot exist there. 
that's right true. Yes. that's kind of the place where we need to focus on i think there's way too much fear in fact i'm i've really gotten very shocked about how fearful and how afraid people are it's mind-boggling from everything losing their job fear yeah. of tomorrow fear of yesterday yes. that already passed it yes. doesn't matter what it is right yeah, it's like there's no understanding of how powerful we as humans actually are. We, we turn into these little little creatures and all these these negative news media and all the, the negative views and the fears, they're just shrinking people more versus really seeing how grand and great beings human beings are. And everybody, yes. it's 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 our heritage. Yes, yes. And we do have this potential to change this vector. And that's why we're here. And we can definitely do this. And yes. as you said, as and you can see it, a lot of people today, I think all people today already feel it. They already know that something is wrong and yes. something needs to change. And, you know, they're yeah. looking for this way out. They're looking to see what, what can we do? How can we make this change? So it's definitely happening already today. And uh, I'm but sure I do think starts with the human so you want to change something you got to start changing you that's Yourself. how you change the world your mindset absolutely yes yes mm -hmm. absolutely and um, Nicolette as we're coming to an end we would like to ask you is there one person whom you would like to also invite to our program so we can ask them about the creative society and how they envision um, the future yes I would suggest Bill Protzman, and I'm happy to share his de contact details with you. He will he sees it very much from using music in terms of how do we create our own emotional world and with that then also the physical world so it's a little different process but definitely something I think you want to bring on and, and hear about. Awesome. We'll bring him on and we'll yeah. learn more about working from inside out with the yeah. music. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Nicolette. And before we go, is there something we forgot to ask you during the program or is there something you would like to wish to our audience tonight? If there's something what I would wish to your audience tonight, yes, I would wish lots of blessings to everyone and really to go and be courageous enough to dive in and really get to know all of yourself because at the end we realize i am you and you and you are i so there's no difference that's what i would wish thank you so much and uh, thank you so much to our viewers. I just want to remind um, our viewers watching us today that if you would like to learn more about the Project Creative Society, you can visit alatraunites.com. And uh, you can join us. We would love to hear your questions or if you have any ideas, please uh, email us. We would love to hear them. And also um, on March 20th, uh, a global conference will take place that will be simultaneously translated to over 35 languages. This will be the third global conference on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. And it is called Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamt Of. And um, we are interviewing people from all over the world, scientists, um, religious um, personalities that are um, to see how did the prophets envision our world and are we living according to that and uh, right now to end Nicolette thank you so much for being with us today Olga it was a pleasure seeing you today even though you did come over earlier for tea no 
Um, and um, we would love to see the video trailer for the conference on March 20th. Thank, thank you, you and so have much. a good Thank you night. so much, Nicholas. Thank you. <laughs> Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth Join the entire humanity and spread the message.